But you know, the question in the back of my mind is like, oh man, there's so much to do. How am I going to get all this done? Mm-hmm. And that's a, you know, a, a stress oriented question. How am I going to get all this done? Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a good question because you got to assess your resources to how you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. But if you don't ask a more helpful question, then you just sit in the, how am I going to get all this right. done? How am I going to get all this done? Right. Hi, my name is Chris Zaug and welcome to Let's Talk Teams, a podcast by Uptick the one-on-one meeting software that helps managers and their teams get on the same page. But more than that, actually having better conversations with one another, not just talking about projects or status updates and all the stuff you can do via email. It digs into the nitty gritty things, how work is going and how your team members work best, the conversations you never get to really have. So this week we tried something a little bit different with our marketing email. Michael, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you were thinking about and how it turned out? Yeah, so for a while we'd been doing more of a digest type email, it included mm-hmm. like some you know, podcast things from the blog, some other things we've been reading online, or just other you know, resources that we had, like mm-hmm. our course and things like that. And we've been doing that for a while. And whenever you're doing something for a while, you have to ask yourself, like, why are we still doing it just the same right, way? Right. And, and sometimes because it's working and it was doing well, it was doing mm-hmm. fine, people were opening and reading. But uh, just wanted to try something different. Uh, Something that we knew from early on that people always liked is when we were sharing more, like we do on the podcast, more mm-hmm. straight from here's what's going on in our company. Mm-hmm. And our blogs are often based on that, but just sharing it directly that way in the email. And so this week I wanted to share just a little bit more of what's going on, something I was thinking about, not just because I want to, everyone should listen to what I have to say, mm-hmm. but more that I thought what I was thinking about was something that was transferable right. to everybody. And what it really came down to is I was thinking about all these things that come to mind. The the questions that I, I kind of dubbed them uninvited questions. Mm-hmm. It's all the second guessing, all the small little questions that just kind of like nag you in the back of your mind that you can never really get a satisfying answer to. Mm-hmm. Things like, um, do people like working on the team? Would Chris do a better job leading the team than I would? Do Are, are we making enough progress? Are or do people know what they should be working on? And, and some of those questions are good questions. Mm-hmm. But you know, when it's just a Rolodex of one after another, right. and you're like, well, okay, there's so much to think <laughs> about. And it's not even that helpful to just like run through all of them. Right. I kind of had this this thought that there's the anxious or kind of back of your mind type question. Mm-hmm. And then there's the question that's takes the same topic but makes it something you can do something about it. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that we're we're really uh, busy tightening up all the last pieces of a big update to goals and uptick. We're really excited about it. Mm-hmm. And you may have already actually seen something about this by the time this podcast comes out. But you know, the question in the back of my mind is like, oh man, there's so much to do. How am I going to get all this done? Mm-hmm. And that's a, you know, a, a stress-oriented question. How am I going to get all this done? Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a good question because you got to assess your resources to how are you going to do it? Mm-hmm. But if you don't ask a more helpful question, then you just sit in the, how am I going to get all this right. done? How am I going to get all this done? Right. And there's a question that you had phrased in different different ways over the years that I've heard is, you know, what are you doing that someone else can do? Mm-hmm. And what are you not doing that you're really the only one who can do it? Or right. you're the one who should be doing it? Right. And that I felt like juxtaposing these two things, there's like the uninvited slash unhelpful version of the question. Mm-hmm. And then there's the do something about it version of the question. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of told the story of what I was doing. I, I wrote out on a piece of paper my actual answers right. and posted it in the email. I was just saying, here's my real life. Here's what I'm thinking about right now. I hope this is helpful. And 
By the way, if you've read all the way to the bottom of this thing, could you let me know if you liked it or not? Whatever. Right. Just reply back if you would. And you, you never really know what's going to happen with a please reply here. Uh, but it was great. I heard back from people. Uh, people saying, you know, this is helpful to, to see how you're mm-hmm. thinking about it. I just like hearing from other people leading teams what's going on in their team. And it just gave us a stronger conviction, us meaning Chris and I, yeah. uh, that we were just going to do more of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been doing it more on the podcast in these last handful of episodes, kind of talking through what's something we're doing now and then what's the larger mm-hmm. ap- application of it. But we're just going to do more of it in our email, more of it in our writing, more of it kind of in everything that we do, just sharing what we're going through what we're thinking about mm-hmm. doesn't always have to be bad things. It can be good things. Like right. that was a, a, a good turn for me of like thinking like, okay, right. how do I take this and turn it to being actionable? And just wanted to start sharing that with other people. So that's kind of the story of it. Oh, that's great. Okay, so one of the questions I wanted to ask was, um, something you mentioned to me when you were thinking about this was, okay, what are the sorts of emails that I read, right? So you're, you know, we've been putting out content, and some of it, like the podcasts, are very earthy, transparent. Mm-hmm. We're kind of in the moment. But sometimes in the blogs, we get a little bit more academic and stuff like that. And I love the the, the way you kind of process that. Like, like uh, okay, I, I get a million emails. I get a lot of lot of communication. What is it that kind of draws you in? And how did you process that as you were writing this out? I just thought about the other emails that I open and close mm-hmm. and the ones that I look forward to getting. It's kind of... <laughs> kind of just that, you know, things mm-hmm. that I open like, or I bookmark like, oh, that's, that's got a few interesting things. I'll come back and read it. Never do. And, or rarely do. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if I happen to see one thing at the top, then I'll try to remember to go back. But if you looked at like my, uh, I use Safari, so everyone can hate on me for using Safari on my computer. <laughs> but you know, my, my bookmarks tab mm-hmm. or my reading list, not even bookmarks tab, just mm-hmm. reading list. It just saves the article. Right. It's filled with everything that I would like to read that I haven't. And right. More reading than I'll do ever. <laughs> so I was thinking more about, well, what, what's just the kind of stuff that I can read and apply right now? Instead of like a little blurb and a link to another article, I mm-hmm. uh, wanted to try this because it's some of the writing that I like taking in. And I mean, that, was, that was really the basis of it. So we got an email this week from another marketing company and they were talking about how they want to approach communicating with, their, with the people that are on their email list. I thought it was really intriguing because one of the things they said was, we're really looking for people whose heads are nodding when we're talking. And I've actually heard you say that, like like wanting to go after um, communication with people and and relationship with people that are that are similar. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I, I really resonate with the with the thought that they're sharing, and like we're not trying to convince people of something. We're not trying to change people's mind. We're just trying to find people who are already traveling the same path. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of what I've thought about with uptick is. If you're not interested in caring for your team, mm-hmm. if you don't see why it's valuable or why it's useful, okay. <laughs> it's, yeah. I'm not really going to change your mind other than going on a multi-year saga of trying mm-hmm. to convince you. But if you're not interested, that's fine. I'm not going to cram it down your throat. So I'd rather just write about it in ways that people who already care about it, people who are already mm-hmm. interested or curious or, or starting to go down the path can, can join up with. People that, you know, when I was talking about caring for the team will nod along and be like, I want to do that. Or, mm-hmm. yeah, I do have that thought that crosses my my mind. And, and one of the people that replied just said, thank you for helping me second guess these these fleeting <laughs> questions that are in the back of my mind. And, uh, and not just second guess, but to, you know, to work through them in a more helpful way. Yeah, I think all of us have those moments where something gets sort of shot across the bow of our brain. 
Like, you know, and, and, and our thought is, oh, I should really give some time to that some, at some point in my life. But we're going Mach 2 with our hair on fire, as you have been, mm-hmm. and you, you tend to shove them in the back of your brain. But they do take up space. And so at some point to be able to do, do as you did, which was take those questions and, and try to create something that is actionable out of those questions, I think is a super important, super important thing. So I, I love that you did that. But I also love the, the, some of the responses that you got. Um, what was it you think that really hit a nerve with people that were receiving it? I think that it was just real. It's what people are hmm. looking for. Someone else who's still real on the other side of the line. And I think it's so much we get caught up in making content, you know, trying to share things. I saw this tweet a few weeks ago from someone that said, imagine Michelangelo standing before a block of marble and saying, time to make content. (laughs) You know, and it's so, it's so much what uh, marketers are talking about. We got to make video content. We got to make podcast content. We got to write written content. Instead of, we just got to share a story. We got to share what's real. We got to share what is helpful. Mm -hmm. And it all comes under the, Content, content marketing, all this, and it's it's none of it's bad, but when you just start focusing on the this thing you need to create instead of mm. what is in you that you need to share, I think that's when people feel the difference. Yeah, as you're talking, I, I have this kind of visceral feeling inside of me where I want to. Um, you know, you've heard the old thing when they talk about politics. You know, it's the it's the economy, stupid. You know, and and I think this the same is true in business, except for it's the people, stupid. It's mm-hmm. the, you know people want they want somebody that feels accessible to them that's approachable, and I think your email really did that. It, it was sort of like oh th- this is kind of what I'm going through. This is for real. It's not mm-hmm. you know it's not Instagram worthy. It's not perfect and my perfect life. Um, it's kind of a real thing, and I think people love that because they're um, they're struggling through. We're all struggling through the same stuff as leaders and as managers and as people trying to lead from the middle. We're struggling with stuff, and it's really nice for somebody to say. Hey, do you struggle with this too? You know, because mm-hmm. it's the stuff we don't talk about around the water cooler all the time, the things that are, you know, hard for us. Well, it's the same thing that you need to do as a as a manager leading a team. Like how can you be accessible or mm-hmm. relatable if mm-hmm. no one hears what you're really thinking about or what you're trying to work through? Right. And same thing in in marketing and I know we're this is the Less Talk Teams podcast. So I think this is like the corollary from it. As part of the idea was how do you how do you let people know you're a real person? It's just by being vulnerable and, mm-hmm. and sharing that. And the same thing that I, I wrote in the email, just sharing here's my thought process, here's what I'm thinking about it, is the same thing I try to do with people on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, when this in the last couple of weeks, when it's been busy, us working on this uh, goals release, trying to get it all done, the questions of like, you know what's Hey, what can I do to help you out? Uh, me asking them and them asking what can help me out and stuff. And just being vulnerable to say, I don't know the answer. This is the problem I'm working on. So if you want to take it, here's as far as I am. Mm. And just being able to say, I don't know yet. My next step is doing more work to figure it out. <laughs> and yeah. just being able to invite the team in that way to things. So that way it doesn't feel like I have the perfect answer and I'm the one who has to handle this thing. It's just, I don't know. And saying I don't know as a manager can be really powerful. Man, <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking as an old dude, I love the new way 
people are working. I love the fact that they're flattening out their organizations, that it's not the boss has to know everything, the boss has the answer to every question. But as you said, there's this mutual vulnerability. Like, I have needs, you have needs, you have strengths, I have strengths. Let's work together to solve the problem as opposed to worrying so much about who gets the credit and and who's leading and who's who's following. You know, it, it's... It, it just does my heart really good to hear that because yeah. you're, you're working as a team and people feel like that their their blood is in the mortar too as they're putting the bricks and building the building. Mm-hmm. They can see their fingerprints on it, which I think is really cool. Yeah, and I don't even know so much that it's a new way of working because there's just as many people today that want the credit. They're working at a bigger mm-hmm. company. They're, they need the credit to keep climbing. They mm-hmm. they need to get the recognition to keep going for the next next spot, next place on the ladder. I, I hope it's a, a tide that's changing, but mm. I think uh, maybe it just is in my cir- my circles. <laughs> yeah, it might be in in your circles or right. in. Yeah, I think it's a, a idealistic tide that's changing, but right. is it actually changing? Is the real I, thing? I, and so I guess that's kind of what I was. Yeah, I guess what I think is that I'm reading a lot of research now from Gallup about the way millennials want to work, and so maybe it's uh, aspirational, not actually something that's happening. But I know as more and more uh, millennial generation people are, are in leadership, I do think that the tide will change. Uh, perhaps it isn't there yet because there's too, mm-hmm. too many guys like me in charge. And we want you know production, production, production. And human nature is to want to achieve and it's sometimes to achieve at the expense of other people. That's just sad but true. But hopefully we can get to the place where vulnerability and transparency builds a kind of trust in organizations that allows people to solve problems together. Mm-hmm. And I think what you did this week with that email is you kind of exposed your underbelly in some ways. Hey, this is the stuff I'm thinking about. It's real. It's not, it wasn't depressing. It was hopeful because you were looking at solving it, but it was, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't whitewashed in any way. And I appreciated that a lot. Yeah. So in the end of this, as any of you are thinking through the stuff you're work you're working through and struggling against or have been battling against for a long time and still haven't figured out. You're not alone. (laughs) We're all there with you in the same spot. And if you want to talk about any of it and just share it, just write us, let us know. We'd love to talk about it. Yep. We'll have your info in the show notes. Check it out. Hey, thanks again for tuning into Let's Talk Teams. If you have any other questions, we'd love to talk with you. You can hit us up on Twitter at Uptick App, or you can also message us personally. Our info is in the show notes. And if you want to make your one-on-ones better with your team or with your manager, check out Uptick by visiting uptickapp.com.